bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Up your wake. 833-212-1017 is the number. Number five. Milwaukee Public Museum has some money. They just landed a $2 million gift. Former board member Ross Reed and his wife Mary have committed $2 million to the museum's endowment. Can, can, can I get $100,000 to my endowment? It's only like 5%. Anyway, uh, they're going to support the institution's long-term sustainability, including the creation of the Chester Reed Curator of History Collections position. The museum's campaign so far has raised $148 million, including $63 million in private donations, 45 from Milwaukee County, and 40 from the state. <clears throat> the fundraising goal is $240 million, typically 18% of every donation designated for the museum's endowment and the Reds or the Reeds have directly de- uh, directed their entire gift to the endowment. So, congratulations. And, um, hmm, that's something cool. Number four. If you are on the Natural Resources Board, now has four newly appointed members after Senate Republicans voted to reject four previous members appointed by. Governor Tony Evers, Sharon Adams, Dylan Jenkins, Sandra D. Nas, and Jim uh, Vandenbroek were all rejected by the Senate, largely along party lines. The four were rejected over various concerns raised by Republicans, including their viewpoints, whether there should be a quota for the number of wolves in Wisconsin and whether they would approve administrative rules brought forth by the Department of Natural Resources. Evers was not available, is not able to reappoint any of the rejected members at this point, but he did immediately appoint new members, Tom Abs, um, Robin Schmidt, Patty, um, I think Schenkter, 
and Douglas Koss. They will be able to take part in the Natural Resources Board's meeting uh, next week. In a statement, Evers' office blasts Republicans for turning down Adams, Jenkins, Nass, and Vandenbroek. The decision by the Wisconsin Republicans to fire the governor's four exceptionally qualified NRB appointees for which Republicans have publicly offered little and no justification or rationale follows years-long effort by Senate Republicans to block the governor's reappointments or appointments to the NRB, the statement says. The new appointees will now face scrutiny by the Senate in their confirmation process. Democrats defeated Evers' appointees to no I'm sorry, defended his appointees to no avail. And um, it goes on and on and on and on. Sounds like a song. Number three. Sounds like a song. It goes on and on and on and on. Anyway, um, leaders of the Republican-controlled Wisconsin legislature, it's their day-to-day, right? Withheld pay raises for universities of Wisconsin employees while approving raises for other state workers on Tuesday. In an ongoing fight over the system's diversity, equity, and inclusion spending. Robin Voss, Republican speaker who co-chairs the legislature's Employment Relations Committee, has promised to block pay raises for UW employees until the system cuts its so-called DEI spending method. Why? Like, what is it about diversity, equity, and inclusion, Robin Voss? Can we try to get Robin Voss on the show? Like, can, 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 can we call the office and see if we can get Robin Voss on the show? I want to talk to him about why he's blocking raises for employees at the school system at a time when we're in a recession because you don't like DEI spending. Like, since when is it your job to dive into the educational system and tell them what they can and can't spend money on? I know you're the leader of the assembly but what is it about DEI that just drives you crazy like are you one of the people who just got the whole CRT thing completely and totally wrong and has no idea what it is and thinks anything that mentions race interesting so you're denying pay increases to half of your state workforce because one person's resistance to inclusion on your campuses Because you disagree. It's a perfect example of white people deciding that their values are more important than anything else in the world and that it should look the way they think it should look. Like, it's amazing to me. They disregard culture. They disregard race. They disregard everything. And they hide behind being American. Meanwhile, none of them got here They all came here as immigrants, their parents, grandparents, great grandparents. None of them, many of them are not indigenous to this country, but yet they've decided to slash UW's funding by 32 million because they estimated that's what the system's 13 campuses put towards DEI efforts over two years. Evers used his veto power to save 188 DEI positions But the funding cut remained. The budget passed by the legislature, signed by Evers, included pay raises for state employees of 4% this year, 2% next year. The Employee Relations Committee, made up of legislative leaders and controlled by, controlled 6-2 by Republicans, approved those raises on Tuesday for state workers 
other than the university system, roughly 36,000 full-time employees. That, my friend, is an idiotic move because of the number of people who are related to the 36,000 employees who will not get a raise during a recession. And I've met and talked to Robin Voss many times before. Now's the time I'm thinking about moving to his district so I can get some people to run against him. I, I think it's unfortunate. We used to live in a time where when the governor came in, you gave them their appointees and they did what they did. And if you wanted to change something, you actually won the majority and you changed it. But for some reason, Robin Voss is on this tear where he just can't bring himself to to do it. And that's unfortunate. Number two. Speaking of the UW system, a day after um, UW Oshkosh announced 140 layoffs and 74 volunteer retirements, uh, the United Faculty and Staff of Oshkosh Local Number 6506 issued the following statement. This has been a devastating week for UW Oshkosh as 140 of our colleagues were informed they would no longer have jobs here. Along with 46 voluntary retirements and the non-renewal of contracts for many instructional staff, including those who've taught here for decades, this means the loss of more than 20% of our workforce. These losses seriously impact crucial units at our university and will make it difficult for us to offer the same programs and services we provided in the past. Those of us who remain will be asked to pick up the slack, and although we remain committed to providing a high-quality educational experience, we fear we will not be able to serve our students as well moving forward. Along with UW Oshkosh's administration, we lament that declining state spending has led us to this point and call for renewed state investment in higher education. The legislature has a $4 billion budget surplus they could choose as like states of Minnesota and New Jersey have to reinvest in public higher education. More than 75% of the current state legislature holds a bachelor's or associate's degree from a UW school earned at a time when state support per pupil was actually higher. Yet, the majority of this legislature refuses to release the funding necessary to support the same affordable, high-quality education for today's students. Being 43rd among the 50 U.S. states in per-pupil funding at our main campuses is simply not good enough. So it's, it's, it's an interesting long read. You should go to JS Online and check it out. I find it interesting because in the end, um, UW Oshkosh puts $500 million annually into the economic contribution to the state, you know, taxes and, and purchasing and all those things and an entire area of Oshkosh. And so unfortunately there's only a couple businesses in Oshkosh and where UW goes, there are a lot of ancillary businesses and businesses that are connected to the university that will disappear. And now they've got stuff, uh, um, 216 positions lost to layoff in early retirements. They have another 34 and a half vacant positions that cannot fill. Although the university said the moves will save 14.7 million, including eight from the layoffs, $4.76 million for volunteer retirements and 1.9 from not, Filling the open positions, they're still $18 million short. 
So what are they going to do? What are they going to do? The last day of employment for laid off employees is January 20th, 2024. And the last day of employment for those taking voluntary retirement is no later than January 9th. So enrollment is down. COVID has it down. And now we're dealing with the UW system. Notice it's the smaller schools that are going to go first. They've already shut down in person at different places. But rather than talk about it, I'll just say. Number one. Students at UW-Milwaukee Branch Campus set to close next year say they're worried about having to transfer schools. Professors didn't know. We told our professor at the end of class, and he was shocked. Gilmeister, a nursing student at UW-Milwaukee, Washington County's uh, tell CBS 58 she got an email explaining her campus would close by June 2024 in the middle of class. Gilmeister says she knew she would have to transfer to another campus to finish her degree eventually, but she wasn't prepared to have it happen so soon. Uh, she started a month ago and now the campus is closing. She said, I'm a little frustrated because I have to figure out Waukesha or Milwaukee, which is a 45-minute drive. I'm a mother of two. I don't know what I'm going to do because they have soccer practice and school, and I have to pick them up. I now have to plan within six months, eight months, whatever it is. It's terrifying because I don't know what I'm going to do. Right now, I get out 10 minutes before I have to be at my son's school. If I'm 45 minutes away, how am I going to get to my son's school? And so um, they announced a slew of changes, three branches, citing declining enrollment, UW-Milwaukee-Washington County, UW-Platteville-Richland will close, and UW-Oshkosh-Fond du Lac will end in-person instruction. So this is only the start of it. This is only the start of it. Rothman, the, uh, I believe he is the system president, said that enrollment in Washington County campus has seen a 55% drop since 2018. And it's, it's, it's a cost-effective way of getting an education, but to run it is too expensive. And so now it will be closed. And so that's unfortunate um, because people live so far away, because there's so many things that you have to do in order to do that. Hey, I thought Kyle said he was coming in here at 515. It's 517. What are we supposed to do? You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I have an in-studio guest. 
some dude that just rolled in about, I don't know, a month or two before, probably six months before we started, went on the air in January. When when did you start at Good Karma Brands? I started uh, started at Good Karma Brands or what became full-time? Full-time. Start, full-time. Full-time in September 15th of 2020. So that was, what, uh, four months before we launched? Less yeah, than four yeah, months before we launched? Yeah. Look at the baby wow. now. Wow. It's your baby, though. No, it is my baby. Yeah, I it's love my baby. baby. Yours and... Dearly. Yeah, he kind of act like it, too. I sure do. Spanking us every now and then, okay. giving us a time out, sit in the corner. I don't think we should be talking about me spanking anybody around here. That's like an <laughs> HR nightmare, and, uh, and uh, the, the picture that people are getting now of me spanking Dr. Ken Harris is disgusting. On my hand. Oh. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what? When, what when you, you thinking? When you what think of you spanking thinking? someone, it's on not hand. on the hand. Oh, okay. A little See, slough on the hand. Right there. Say camera. On your See? hand. No, when I think of spanking, I think of something different. That's unfortunate. I wish my parents would have spanked me on the hand. <laughs> Mine didn't either. So, yeah. So, so how do you feel about being three years, 10 months old? Or a thousand sixteen days old. Is it three years or two years almost? Two years, three so years. Like, no, years, no. This is nine. honestly, this is. It's uh, two years, ten months. And so, honestly, this is. Uh, I, I really do think this is a blessing. You know, being okay. able to have a platform like this where we get to have so many African Americans come through and share their truths and have an opportunity for our fans to be able to call in and and relate to the conversations, feel comfortable to call into the conversation and have black conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Having conversations from our perspective, whether you're talking about uh, reckless driving from our perspective, whether you're talking about accountability from politicians from our perspective, and you're talking about building generational wealth, having those community conversations, those are things that you're not going to get on other stations here locally in Milwaukee like that. Having this platform from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single day, live and local, it's something that is a beautiful thing that we have an opportunity to have here in Milwaukee. And I know, I know a lot of people, my own parents used to listen to 620 WTMJ a little bit. Right. Great people over there. But being able to have conversations about our community coming from people from our community right. is a blessing. And so I'm just fortunate to be able to have this incredible team that I get to work with day in and day out and work with people like you, Dr. Ken Harris, who has a background in education, but also has a background in law enforcement. Work with Sherwin, has a background in policy. Work with Tori Lowe, who has a background with being a community community advocate. It goes on and on and on. So honestly, it's just great to be able to have so many talented individuals and we got it right uh, almost from the first try, which is, uh, again, very lucky, but it just speaks to how much talent we have here in Milwaukee. I don't believe in luck. Luck is for the unprepared. Well, thank, well, and I, you we, all prepared. We did. We did. We did prepare. We, we definitely did prepare. Yeah. We 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 struck gold with our preparation, um, and I, and I hope that the fans who listen really truly appreciate the opportunity to be able to tune in. Whether you're trying to get a break from music, whether you're trying to stay up to date on what's going on, or whether you're just yeah. trying to listen to the soothing voice of Dr. Ken Harris, we appreciate the support. I did pay him to say that, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> I gave I gave you a five. I've heard fans call say they like hearing your voice. <laughs> Remember, I used to produce your show. Yeah, that's true. It used to drive me crazy every day, but you know, it was okay. It was all right. It was okay. We had fun. Although people did say they they miss you hollering at me. I I can definitely holler at you. I can. But make, you always holler. I did. I heard, I, you on, I heard you on your show. I'm like, why is he hollering? I do. I do holler. I get a little. Hollers. I get a little wound up a little. A bit. little. Just a little bit. Sometimes. Look, look. A little wound up. Or a little wound up. I I, I get yeah. a little wound up. No, <laughs> sometimes you you say things or people say things that I. Uh, disagree with, and I just got to share my uh, my passion for the conversation and the topic. Mm. And so if you get me going, I'm going to go now. Mm. 
Uh oh. So what do you think about Israel? Yeah, I what's mean, going this, on? Listen, I haven't had an opportunity to really talk about this on air because you know we we don't talk about that when we talk about sports talk. Right. right. Just shut up. Shut up and talk sports. Right. And so uh, my whole thing on Israel is that this was such a this was inevitable. This had to happen. Sure. This is something that has been going on for years and years and years. And I I, I anyone who wants to learn about the history of this this conflict should definitely really learn about this history because before I actually took a deep dive, I thought it was they just put a whole bunch of Jewish people from Europe really? into, into the space Mm-mm. back in 1948 right. uh, when they, after World War II. Boy, was I wrong. This has been a conflict that has gone on since the end of the Ottoman Empire. Yep. And so basically it's you have Jewish people who are already there and you have Palestinians that were already in that space as well. And really the Palestinians and the Jews were the only people, mostly Palestinians, that after World War right. One did not— Get a country for themselves. Jordan right. got a country for themselves. Saudi Arabia, all these countries that used to be like ethnic groups in the right. Ottoman Empire right. got their own countries. But Palestine Except, did not, and right. they had to share space with the Jewish people who were there as well. And they did During it for World, a while. They did it for a while, but that was all. But human nature, you always want more power, right? And they had an opportunity in the 1930s to carve up the country, and, and uh, the Palestinians were going to get two-thirds of the country, and uh, the the Jews were going to get, Jewish individuals were going to get a third of the country, and both said no. The Jewish people wanted more, and the Palestinians said, we want better land, and now you have a conflict for a very long time. So what I will say is this, is that it was inevitable. Uh, we're in war, so I know it's a lot of graphic things that we're seeing. A lot of women, uh, young people are, are well, dying they're innocent. they're at war. They, they 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 are at war. Yes, we're they, not. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the, but this is this is what war is. This is what yeah. conflict is. It's sad. Yeah. It is unfortunate, and I I have no side to choose in this. It's just it was the inevitable, and unfortunately Hamas decided to strike first. Uh, in this instance, not in general, but just strike first in this instance here, where they killed a lot of Israel uh, Israelis, and um, this is something that. Israel wanted. I'm not gonna. This is what I believe. Israel. They knew that something could happen, and instead of trying to defend their country, they said, "We dare you." And Hamas said, "Okay, we did it." And now Israel said, "We are going to wipe you completely out. We're going to take your land." That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to take over Gaza, and they're going to operate that space. It's basically you might as well say it's part of Israel now. So this is just a sad thing that's going on. But it absolutely, Dr. Ken Harris was the inevitable. Do we wipe out a people? Because people in that group did something wrong. Isn't that kind of how no, black I, people are treated? That a few black people do something wrong, so all of them bad? I, I don't think they should be wiping out of people at all. I Correct. think it's very sad. And I think, you know, it's it's so hard to be able to go to war in the area and clear people out and give you got to give people more time. And it, it is it is unfortunate what is happening there. And it's very sad. And. I, you know, I don't have too many words for what, what else we can do, because at this point, Israel's going to do what they want to do. And sadly, for the millions of Palestinians that honestly are just caught in the crossfires of this sad thing that's going on is, you know, they're going to be displaced from their homes. They're going to be persecuted in a country that you, they used to call home in the place that they used to call home no longer exists. They have right. bombed right. and destroyed and right. Buildings, you know, blown buildings completely to the ground. It is a but imagine, they were already living in squalor anyway. I mean, in, in squalor, but it's one thing to live in, you know, in, in destitute down in south. If you live in a shack house, it's one thing to have a shack house and one thing to have rubble and have nothing, right? And so they actually, at this point, they right. will come they have back. Rubble. To, they, there is nothing there, and so right. uh, it it is absolutely sad. But again, this is not a uh, and no ability to rebuild it. 
No ability to. Oh, no. Israel's going to rebuild it. It's going to be theirs. Wow. They're stealing. They're, they are literally stealing land right now. Hmm. I'm gonna let that go. No, I mean I, I'm just keeping it. I'm keeping it real, but I I, I can't say anybody's at fault in this, right? Because right, this is right. this has been something right. that has been ongoing for you are talking about almost a hundred years. That just well, I, that, couple thousand. So, but maybe? this but it's a it's a constant yes. battle yes. between two groups of individual between people, Isaac and Ishmael. And so I just hope that people educate themselves on this to fully understand the conflict that is happening and why this right. it was always going to end this way. Palestinians are now say 3,000 people have been killed in it's, Gaza. It's tragic. It is a complete tragedy to this world. Yeah, very much so. You're going to hang around a bit or you're going to roll what, out of what, here? What you want me to do? I got Dave Chappelle tonight, so I got time. What you want me to do? Oh, I guess you can hang out since you name-dropping Dave Chappelle. No, I I do. I, I caught the tickets for the low, man. I, I uh, Listen, me and my brother caught some tickets for the low. You going to be in the nosebleed seat? No, I'm in the lower level. Uh, oh, oh, okay. The 100 section. Surprisingly, for the price I pay, I was like, I bet. I know. Okay. Who said he ain't got money? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. <laughs> Who am I again? More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth this Saturday, 11 a.m., for another episode of Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connection Show. Powered by Molson Coors, I'll be talking to Michael Demer, founder and author of The Lonely Entrepreneur, and I'll discuss with him the importance of entrepreneurs having access to business resources, year-round networking, as a way to build and develop their business. Again, that's the Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connection Show, powered by Molson Coors. This Saturday, 11 a.m., right here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Oh, he hung up, so we come back, and then he hangs up. Really? Don't you hate when callers do that? Like, you show up, and they say, okay, I'm ready. Go. And then you look over, and they're gone. But you were talking something before when we were on break the, the $546 million funding package for the Brewers won assembly approval. So I guess it has to go to the Senate and then to the governor. Yeah, no, that it is going to go to the Senate and the governor. But within that package, it was a, a little bit better package than what we initially uh, was initially announced uh, from the jump that they had out there and really yeah. reduces it reduces the cost to $67 million that we have to deal with. And I believe it's 0.75% of our tax dollars get put towards it. But the one thing I like is that in the Senate, they're looking to actually have a surcharge on non-brewers events to help raise money for stadium improvements, which I think is a great idea. So those country concerts and mm-hmm. pink going there, mm-hmm. there should be a, a $5 surcharge per ticket. $5. $5. You, $5. Have you gone to Ticketmaster before? Yeah. Oh, they be they be whacking more than that. So that's five. Why I don't do five. Uh, I will walk and stand in line and stand outside for twenty years before I'm a paying Ticketmaster. But I mean, you're talking about five dollars on a concert venue yep. that can that can probably hold about thirty thousand people. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a lot of extra money that you can bring in per concert. So you're talking about a hundred fifty thousand extra dollars that you could potentially bring in per event. Okay. And if you're gonna have, you know, hopefully 
20 right. events per year. Right. I'm not a mathematician, but this calculator sure is. If you have 20 events per year, you're talking about $3 million extra that you may be bringing in. That's just, you know, my hypothetical. Versus the $500 million it's going to take to fix it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> but, that's but that's extra revenue okay. that, that comes in from that yeah, additional true. surcharge. Which, that's true. That's, you know, 5, 000, that's $5 million less we have to pay. That, well, that's, yeah, that's $3 million less a year maybe we have yeah. to pay. Okay. So I would I'd say they should go ahead and do a, a big surcharge. Come most of these people going to these concerts ain't from Milwaukee. Come on now, ain't nobody going to see how many people from Milwaukee. Oh, shoot, you know what? Black people ain't going, so it ain't gonna cost us no money. They ain't having rap concerts there. There you go hollering again. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Al, you are on the award winning one zero one seven. The truth. Well, what are these issues with the Brewer Stadium? Don't the man who owns don't he have the money to? To fix all that, we own because it. I mean, if it's gone, we own it. Okay, well, I think I think it'd be good to just tear it down and then put it way up in Door County or Fish Creek or we just built Bay it. or something. Oh, we just built I it. Know, yeah, but it's not even really serving us a purpose. It's only serving flatbacks with it. So tear it down. All right, thank you. Or put it in Monaco or Two Rivers <laughs> or Delafield or Hartley. You going to drive up there to watch baseball? You going to drive up there to watch baseball? You going to drive all the way up there to watch baseball? I don't even like baseball, but I got a baseball bat. Okay. But I don't like baseball like that. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. You must be hitting other people. 8332. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, dead. yeah, let's, let's let them get all the ancillary uh, Taxes and the hotel tax and all that stuff. Like, I, I agree that sometimes when these owners put a lot of the burden on the cities to fund these improvements of these stadiums that the city does own, I do think it's ridiculous based off how much money they have. Right. But having sports teams makes your city, it helps your city reach that first class status that you want to have. Has it helped us reach first class it, status? It, it, it sure has because here's the thing. If the Milwaukee Bucks don't build the Pfizer Forum, do you think the DNC decides they're going to try to come to Milwaukee or the RNC is going to come to Milwaukee or they hold the debate the, They hold their debate here, but in the Pfizer Forum the way that it did on that major stage? I don't think so. We have become more of a major city because yes. of the improvements that we yes. have had downtown. Yes. And just down there, guess what happened? You tear down... Uh, Bradley, the Bradley Center. But they should have put it downtown, and they didn't put it downtown. They didn't put it downtown, but here they have an opportunity now to try to develop that side of West Milwaukee and the Milwaukee area over there. They have an opportunity to maybe so try to put, put some hotels development in the valley. They, we they, need hotels, and we only got one. They may, they may try to do some more stuff like so. that. We'll see what's going to come from that. But people have to understand that having a major sports team is something that is exclusive to very few cities across this country. We should value the fact that we have sports and entertainment that generates revenue for our city. In addition, every time opposing players come to the state of Wisconsin, they play state income taxes to the state of Wisconsin. Correct. And so Correct. we are helping. And now they'll pay city tax. And, and so we're help, We're trying to help generate. Oh, no, they won't. Is is the Brewer Stadium considered? It's in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I city think of Milwaukee? It's the city of Milwaukee. Or it might it be West, West Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It might be so West Milwaukee. they may Milwaukee. not pay the two. But it helps tax. the county regardless of the fact that I think having something that makes us premier is the Brewers, okay. is the Bucks, And All we right. need that here. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you are on the award-winning 1017, the truth way you being. Hi. Where you been? Uh, listening you been? and at the park and walking my little doggy okay. and uh, I had to take her to get some shots. And I don't know. Sometimes my truth is I'm I'm okay. How about yourself and Kyle? Good. Wonderful. Yes. 
Oh, good, good. No, well, well, you know, I was just going to say my truth. My truth is, sometimes I'd be like, I don't know if it's the weather, but sometimes I'd be kind of sad, you know, you'd be in that mood swing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, so I just said, let me shake it off. What's the, what that song say? Shake it off? Yeah. So, That's uh, a Taylor Swift song, ain't it? I hope not. Yes. Yeah. I hope not. Yes, it's Taylor Swift. Yeah, I hope it's her not. song. Wait a minute. Yeah. Don't like don't, don't bury you know? the lead. Miss Sandra is a Swifty? Out of all the people, she's yeah. a Swifty? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I like her. That's unfortunate. She speaks up for us. <laughs> she speaks up for us. <laughs> us That's us why who? I like her. A lot us of people who? don't know that. Us who? Who she speak up for? Us black people. Everybody, black we don't need no Taylor Swift Speaking of us, speak yes, we do. We do because look. Why? Look at boss. You're just talking about boss. We she ain't got nothing to do with Robin Foss. That's, that's, that's everything. That thing shut got no. Oh my need. God, Sandra. Yeah, see, yeah. see, taking the money. <laughs> taking the money. Don't want to present no money see? to the city. Come Sandra, on. stop. You know something ain't Sandra, right. Sandra, stop. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick up for Taylor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taylor Swift <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with Milwaukee. She don't even know what Milwaukee is on a map. Did she even graduate well, from high okay. school? <laughs> well, some people want to come here and won't come no more. You that's know, true. like, uh, what's uh, Baidu? Erica Baidu? She came one time, that was it. James really? Brown came all the time. The OJs, they came. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It's, uh, even like even Dave Chappelle is coming to Milwaukee, and we can't get here. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I went to see him one time. Really, my sister asked me to go. Uh-huh. I really never knew him. Okay. I said, but uh, he must—he had to be pretty popular. Yes, he is. But then again, I don't see a lot of stuff because I was working second and third shift, so I don't see a lot of stuff at the time. All right. Well, thank you much, ma'am. Thank you for calling. We appreciate okay, then, you. So you all have a good evening, all and right. I'll call you again and keep you busy. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before we go to break, Kiana, what you got now? Hey, I was I wanted to comment on the Israel situation. Okay. I stepped up the car for like 20 minutes, so I don't even know what was said. All I heard was you and him talking for a second, and I wanted to say he was completely spot on about what I was thinking, except I'm going to go a little bit further and say... What do you do, because I, I text this before on the text line, what do you do when you want to take over some people's land, but you don't want to look like the bad guys? What do you do? You fake bomb yourself. And like my husband said, you kind of can't fake a bomb without having casualties. I'm not saying that they did it, but it's not so far-fetched that it won't but, happen. But we already know that because not only did Hamas do it, they took responsibility for it. So it's not like this that. is a fake thing. I understand that, but it, it's it's not like it's, it hasn't been unheard of for people to take responsibility for some stuff that they didn't do. Not true. Hamas? No. Yeah. No, not Hamas. Yeah. No, they're, because, they're very okay, particular so and they're very straightforward in wanting to kill. They have a manifesto. They want to kill every single I, I Jew that's alive. That. And and actually, technically, they want to kill anybody who's Israel not. Mu- hang, on, the- hang on. Hang on. They want to kill okay. everybody that's not Muslim because they're an infidel. That's how I much they want to do it. Okay. So to I say that, that we think that it might, no, no, can't say but because now you you trying to twist what I'm saying. But go ahead. You did. You said yourself that Israel has one of the highest like 
the highest de- defense levels of security sure. in the world. Sure. How could they get away with that if they didn't let them get away with it, if that's the case? That's and that's the, still the same no, thing. No, no, if, no, they, no, no, no. if they that's, let them do that to them so that they can but take you're cherry land, picking, that's still the same thing as them doing it themselves. But you're cherry-picking what the answer is instead of letting it come out naturally. You're You're deciding what an answer is by asking the question that the answer can only be that like that's that's not fair i, I do think I, I do think there is something to this let it happen i i agree they have some of the yeah. greatest defenses in this world based off the region that they live in i mean they have they have constantly live under the threat of being the one out you know the the one outlier the one mm-hmm. people that right. stand up because right. they are not muslim like these other countries around them you had a guy in Iran, their prime minister, who said he wanted to blow Israel off the face of the map. And that was all of 15 some odd years ago. So when you have that type of energy neighboring you, you have nothing but protection for yourself. And I I do believe that in Egypt setting, this this is why I agree with this lady and I agree with you as well, is the fact that there was something else to this. Because there's no way that yeah. Egypt warns a country like Israel that there could be an attack and they, they do nothing to the extent that they it happened nothing. like here. And so I, I believe that they were okay with an attack, but they, they did just not, didn't expect it to be this large. They, that, yeah. yeah. They it, thought it was going to be people bum rushing. Yeah, the, and they get attacked all the time. Listen, Twin Towers. Uh, okay, now, now okay you're splitting here. I'm just saying people are okay with losing large numbers of people when it's for their agenda. I'm not. Okay. Thank you, Kiana. Gotta go. They they treat us like they're playing Monopoly games. I mean, like chess. Okay. You know, they treat us like they're playing chess. They're willing to lose their queen to protect their king. They're losing. They're willing to lose the rooks and the knights and the pawns. For the greater good of the game. All right. Well, I'm not so being mean, not but I'm behind and I got to go because uh, I'm getting looked at. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Evil That's all right. Not your fault. Call earlier so we can holler. Thanks, Kiana. I was at work. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back to town and talk and text a lot more. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I'm not supposed to read this, but, you know, I'm a Marquette University High School Hilltoppers fan. So um, high school football is here. Hilltoppers look to start their playoff journey with a victory as they host the Sheboygan North. What? No, I'm saying you, you, everybody did. Nobody reads the top. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody did just read today. Sheboygan North Golden Raider. That's because we like Marquette High School I football. I love Marquette High School football. All right. So kickoff is set at 7. They're playing the Sheboygan North Golden Raiders this Friday night. Um, pre-game is at 6.30. So you got Tory Lowe. You got me. Then you got Tory Lowe. And then you got pre-game. And then you got the game. Why? Because high school sports on the award-winning 1017 The Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call. That's all. The town. You're on Truth in the Afternoon. How are you? How you doing, sir? I'm good. Um, fantastic. Um, first about the um the county stadium. 
deal. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, Miller Park right. deal, or I'm sorry, the American Family, family deal. Family yeah. Man, we didn't play. <laughs> we didn't play because before it was like um, when they first made Miller Park, it was like a five-county tax, right? Right. I felt like that was fair because, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's about like, I would say 65 um, and to the other way, it's Milwaukee as far as they going to the game or whatever like that. My right. numbers may be off, but anyway, it, it, it was like sharing. But that now, was the way to build it. It's like. Now it's built. Now they yeah, got to okay, fix that's it. that's cool. Okay, now it's built, though. And now it's built. We paying a whole bunch more than them. They paying, what, like point something percent? And then we're paying, like, what, two or something, two or three extra that is, I don't know, that's bogus. And, and the crazy part about it is, though, what's going to kill the Brewers is, is they post the post the postseason failures right. of the past. All right, now you got about 30 seconds years. to talk to me about, about Israeli conflict. Man, Israel, though, I mean, it's hard. Okay, I'm going to put it like this. I'm watching CNN. They, throw, they say they, they were killing babies. They're killing babies. Now, there's three pictures that we have that we're we're only going to show you one. Okay, they show the one picture of the baby. As soon as they they, uh, they stop showing the picture of the baby, it goes to the the, um, anchor woman at CNN, and she says, plain as day, CNN cannot confirm nor deny the validity of these photos. Right, because some people in government were showing photos that was two and three years old from another country that were not part of the bombing. And so, yeah. So, but why would you? But why would you even show that anyway? So you would babies, watch TV. Showing, now we get to the point. We get we get to the point where you're showing dead babies. That's obviously to try to get some propaganda and get people on your side. Yep, that is very true. Well, thank you. I got to run. Thank you, the town. I appreciate it, Kyle Wallace. Thank you very much, um, the town. Give me a call back on tomorrow so we can holler and chop it up about Israel and all the things that are going on. Happy Truth Day. Kyle Wallace. 1017, happy truth day to you, Dr. Ken Harris. All right. You know it's 1,016 days today. That's what uh, Ben sent me today. Yeah, yeah that's when crazy. We complete, when we complete this day, it'll be 1017. That is 1,017 days. How phenomenal is that? It can't, uh, can't be uh, put into words. Yeah. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Thank you, Rhea. God bless. Take care. I'm tired. Me too. It must be this outside. Must Ooh, be outside. I ain't been outside all day. On. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Skedaddle. I'm out. Uh-huh.